Rob Schwartz has an interesting edge candidate for the Chicago Bears to go after in free agency. We're going to talk about that all and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You guys can follow the channel right off the top at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform that we are on. First up, let us apologize for not giving you guys a daily episode yesterday. I'm just going to be 100% honest with you. Ain't no goddamn Bears news going on. It's just not. It's quiet until training camp. We're at that period in that lull of the offseason, which has been a pretty exciting offseason overall, but we're at that lull of the offseason where it's just, quite frankly, not going to be a lot of news, right? Until training camps open, it's just not going to be a lot of news, but once the training camps do, we get preseason starting very shortly after that, and business will be picking up soon, uh, sooner rather than later. Now, we will still have our mailbag episodes tomorrow and Saturday because you guys have been jumping in the voice mailbox, so we will have that. But I want to talk about this article from Rob Schwartz Jr. And he presents a interesting candidate for the Chicago Bears to potentially go after for a defensive, a veteran defensive end still left in free agency. And this player is Dwayne Smoot out of out of uh, Jacksonville. He played for the Jaguars last season. Has a pretty damn good, pretty solid career. Now he is coming off an injury, right? And that's part of the reason why he is still out there. It looks like he's on ahead of schedule, uh, according to the latest ones, uh, uh, to return from that injury. But, hey, the Jaguars did not retain him because of that, and he could be available uh, at a discount. Now, when you look at Dwayne Smoot and and his averages over the course of it, the last three seasons, that's what we're going to focus on. So in 2019, he played 16 games. He had six sacks, 17 uh, tackles, 11 of those being solo. In 2020, he had uh, 25 uh, total tackles, 20 of those being solo, and five and a half sacks. Then in 2021, he had uh, he had 36 tackles, 20 of those being solo, uh, and six overall sacks in that amount of time. Now, again, that's not world beater numbers or anything like that. And then when you look at last year in uh, 2022, he also had 21 total tackles, or yeah, 21 total tackles and five sacks. What does that tell us? This guy can get to the quarterback. That's what it tells us, right? Again, nobody's saying that it's amazing numbers, that these are world-beating numbers, anything like that, but they are at least numbers that you can look at and say, I I see how that skill set can fit in for the Chicago Bears, considering that they could be needing some, some, some edge depth help. Now, I've told you guys before, I do think that it's unlikely that the Chicago Bears are going to go after a veteran edge at this point. I do, I do kind of think and expect them to really look at what they have in training camp, maybe even a couple of preseason games, and then they may make a move. When you look at some of the veterans that are out there, Yannick Ngakwe, Dwayne Smoot added to that. Like, I don't really see those players making a move before then. So the Bears could even look at one, two preseason games before they made uh, a choice. And if they feel comfortable, maybe, you know, unless things go left by the trade deadline, we could just operate with the defensive line that we have. But I won't, I won't lie to you and say, hey, the fact that this guy has averaged five and a half sacks per year over the last five seasons, right? That that that's something in the skill set that the Chicago Bears do need. Now, again, we'll see. You know, there's still, of course, names like the Yannick Ngagwe, Justin Houston is out there. Those players are still out there, and and a possibility Frank Clark signed with the Denver Broncos. Um, but it it 
the Bears have veteran options out there if they do decide to go that route. The biggest question is, are they going to decide to go that route, right? Are they going to decide to do that? I, I still have – I really get the feeling that this team likes what they have um, as far as the mix, of the, the mix of young players and veterans that they brought in. They still want to look at Billing, see how this – uh, how the edges perform with hopefully better interior defensive line help as well. I think that, you know, looking at Justin Jones, as good as he was for us last season, I do think there's a chance he may get passed on the depth chart and they may want to see what those younger guys looks like out there with the Travis Gibsons, with the um, with the Demarcus Walker. And so I still think they really want to get a look at, at Dominique Robinson as that depth piece as well before they bring out anybody else. So I think that those things are going to go. But I think ultimately – now, even if you don't look at, at Dominique Robinson and, and you're kind of over him, which I can understand some Bears fans being, I still think that Travis Gibson has earned the right to be able to start and with an improvement on that interior defensive line and overall the improvement of that line in total, right? Bringing in Walker on the other side of him. I think that Travis Gibson is going to deserve that chance. So a lot of the things and articles you may hear about the Bears trying to bring in a starting level edge, I just don't know if that's the route that's going to shake out because I just get the feeling that this team is going to want to take a look added in total so you know we'll see we'll see um you know we we didn't get very many updates as far as the Arlington Heights situation either we did get Kevin Warren you know yeah he's he's doubled down like they are really going to explore every other option ahead of them um you, you know some other places have opened up their doors uh Kevin Warren's already said it's strictly business when it comes uh to, to being honest about the the tax dispute at Arlington Heights which it could still be a resolution there, but the fact that they are evaluating and looking at other places points to just how serious this situation is going to be. So ultimately, we'll see, man. We'll see. Um, I, I, at the end, whatever the resolution ends up being for the Chicago Bears when it comes to the, the uh, new stadium situation, we're going to work it out, but we'll see. We'll see. Now, another article that I do want to bring up, this one is from Eric Lambeer, um, and he wrote about an uh, unexpected benefit that the Bears may have that no one is talking about, and that is the overall speed on the on the offensive side of the ball for the Chicago Bears, right? When you look at that speed, when you look at Justin Fields, a 4-4-40, right? When you look at Dante Foreman, a 4-4-6-40, DJ Moore, a 4-4-40, right? Darnell Mooney, 4-3-40, Velius Jones, a 4-3-40, your Tyler Scott, a 4-3-40, right? Even Chase Claypool and Robert Tanyan. So, you know, talking about the speed, right, and speed is fine. Speed doesn't make or break your game. But if you get into a rhythm offensively to where you're, you're, you're playing well and executing well, that speed could be the difference maker, especially if you look on game-breaking plays, things like that, big-time plays. And so nobody's really talking about it because I think overall that we're still waiting to see what this offense is going to look like. We're still waiting to see how Justin Fields grows as a pass. All the speed in the world don't help if you can't hold on to the ball. That quote actually comes from Pat to the designer as far as in regards to Vellis Jones and Tyler Scott. But overall, I will say this. The Bears do have a nice amount of speed. When you pair that with the number one rushing attack from last season, which we're still going to be high on, you know, even with Dante Foreman and Roshan Johnson, we're going to absolutely still have speed there. But when you look at that, this, this team is going to need to take advantage of every opportunity that they have. And if the speed on the team overall allows for Luke Getze to get a little bit more flexible with that play calling, maybe even getting a little bit more creative in what he does and using some of the wide receivers in the running game, yeah, we want to see that interesting offense. We want to see kind of those plays that catch teams off guard. But we have to set a base of being a solidly executed team on the offensive side of the ball first. But let me know what you guys think. Do you think that that 
speed that we have overall at many of our skill positions on the offensive side of the ball could be an X factor for the Chicago Bears in the next season. Let me know what you guys think on all that down below. That's it for today's episode. Make sure you're following the show at Shine Bears Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Central at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Like I liked in every episode on. Shy town up, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.